0: Moms Unscripted is a production of Mops International. If you'd like to find a group near you, go to mops.org forward slash group search. If you'd like to start a group, go to mops.org forward slash a group.
1: Hey friends, today's guest is Bumi Lauditan, a mother and writer who has captured the essence of mothering through her brave prayers that she shares with the world. These prayers are not the result of ease or hollow faith. In fact, it's just the opposite. They are the outpouring of a wandering journey. A sincere seeking, a tiring day, and a hard won hope. Raised by Nigerian immigrants, she left home at 16, which set her on a winding road through homelessness, faith investigation, relational upheaval, and ultimately, motherhood. She's all the things funny, bruised, believing, fearful over it, and also still sticking with it. In other words, she's like most of us these days, doing her best to show up even though there's a lot going on. Boomy is an award-winning, Webby-nominated writer from California who lives in Quebec, Canada with her family. She's contributed to the New York Times, Parenting, and the Huffington Post, and is best known for her viral Twitter account, Honest Toddler. Boomy's newest book, Help Me God, I'm a Parent, Honest Prayers for Hectic Days and Endless Nights, comes out June 28th. Boomy, we're so excited to talk with you today. Bumi, so as I dug into your story in preparation for this interview, I just kept finding more and more layers, layers of faith, layers of relationships, layers of mental health, layers of survival, and just of life. And so you've had such an interesting journey. Will you just fill us in a little bit about uh, your story so far?
2: Yeah, I I grew up um, to first generation Nigerian parents in California. So um Life was typical, like, first-generation kid. You know, you go home and eat your traditional food, but you're thinking about, you're like, why can't we have, you know, like, lasagna? What is that like? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But we're having um, a lot of, like, pounded yam, um, kind of, like, a, a lot of stews. You're probably to eat a lot of stews. A lot of things that uh, neighbors find weird. And other kids who come to your house, they might want chicken nuggets. Like, we don't have that. You know, we have, like, dried fish, you know, like, but, um, uh, <laughs> do you want some? They're like, no. But, um, so I grew up, um, yes, like that in California. And then, um, gosh, I went to, to school in Northern California. Um, and then I got married pretty young, around like 20, 20 or so, and moved to Quebec. Moved to Quebec, Canada. That's where I live now, which is French Canada. In case you know. mm-hmm. So, Completely different language, completely different culture. Um, It's kind of like a mix of a Canadian and Europe at the same time. The baguettes are excellent. Amazing bread here. Mm -hmm. Amazing pastries. Um, And the politeness of Canada, but also like that bluntness of French people too. (laughs) So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And so I've lived here for, gosh, 12 years wow and i'm a canadian citizen now i just got that a year ago wow Wow. congratulations they let me that was a mistake Mm -hmm. (laughs) they made them they made a mistake i'm like i'm not leaving now you guys can't can't take it back you can't (laughs) can't kick me out now (laughs) but i miss the states every single i miss we don't have target here
0: what i know is there like an equivalent
1: is there another uh, like Something no. that's similar? No.
2: No. Oh, wow. Just that.
0: We have mode. we have
1: Walmart. Yeah. If you know, Walmart and Target are not the
2: same. Right. Right. Correct. Walmart's Night great. And I I love Walmart, but it's not Target. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> we don't. We don't have Trader Joe's. <gasps> what? I know we're. We and you, are became up here. And <laughs> you became <laughs> a citizen. And you became seriously. What were you we're thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know they didn't have Trader Joe's or Target. Probably, I don't know if I would have moved here right. if I'd mean, known those who, two things. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, man. yeah. So no Target, no Trader Joe's. But somehow we we struggle every day yeah. and make it through.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like the person taking the test to become a citizen. It's like, wait, excuse me, excuse me. I yeah. have a few questions of my own. Do you guys have right. a target
2: right. <laughs> yes. or, or, or plans for a target? Because <laughs> right. <plans>. Right. <laughs> how hard is it? You get the red dot. You get the merchandise. Can't be. It can't be that difficult.
3: I feel and like the follow-up question is like, is there going to be a Starbucks in this planned <laughs> Target? Because I need to know that as well. Right, there
2: has to be. Right. Well, yeah. back when I was in the states, they had popcorn too. Do they still have popcorn? Yeah,
0: um, the, <gasps> the Target by my house they they still have it. They took it away Dude. with COVID, but they brought it back recently. Okay, mm-hmm. so that was
2: huge. Mm-hmm. The whole store smelled like popcorn. <laughs> it did. Like it did. Being at a carnival, it made yeah. you stay in
0: there longer and shop more, of course.
2: Yes, smart. And slushies—they had slushies. Oh, yeah. That's how mm-hmm. long it's been. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Share more. Right. Share more, Boomy.
2: Oh man. Okay, so um, I moved here and life changed dramatically. We we broke up and and everything like that, but. We, I, I grew up with with my ex. Like we were, we were we were together since we were sixteen. Like me, fifteen and sixteen. So we're almost like we're still family and everything. That's and good. we're almost like siblings at this point. When you grow up with someone that young, it's like they're like your family, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are always so surprised. Like the way we text, we're like, "Wait, like what's happening with this?" We're like scheming about the kids. Okay, you tell her this, and I'm going to tell her this, and then we're going to like come at it like both sides. You, you, have to, you have to come up with like strategy.
1: Good team, Mark. <laughs> and, yeah.
0: and that's good. You guys are still, you know, co-parenting well and friends because that doesn't always happen. That's a blessing.
1: Absolutely. I know. It, I know it
0: mm-hmm.
2: doesn't. I, I feel like it, I think it takes. Well, probably takes God because we're we're Absolutely. both believers now. So Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe it takes, it takes God. And so I, I, even though I grew up in a religious house, it never resonated with me at all. Mm -hmm. Like I, I I was good at saying the right things, I think, but Mm -hmm. it didn't, I didn't even know actually it was possible. Like the whole relationship, when people talked about a relationship with God, Mm -hmm. I had no idea what that was. Mm -hmm. I, I assumed they were having, you know, I don't know, maybe I thought maybe they really love their Bible. That's a relationship with God. They have some kind of attachment toward their Bible or, or they love their church. I didn't really Mm -hmm. realize that you could have a relationship with God. And I just thought it was about verses going there, Sunday school, you know, being good kind of a thing. Um, it wasn't until much, much later after life like really falls apart trying all of these different things to like, um, career success, um, friendships, uh, relationships, um, even like even good things, volunteering, all of these things to try to fill yourself up, fill myself up and getting, not being able to even religion, new age. I tried new age. I know that's super popular where you kind of invent a God or, or become your own God type of a thing um connection to the earth. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, Anything. Mm-hmm. Trying. Trying. Um, and then it actually I, I didn't I didn't find God. I say God found me. Jesus found me. Because mm-hmm. I had this experience. I, I was asking, I just got to this point where I said, okay, God, it, it you know, I, at that point I kind of knew, like felt God was real. because he had kind of I, I felt his presence. I, I was okay, like, hey, okay, God is real. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So about about this Jesus, you know, because I, I converted to Judaism in my early 20s. Um, and in Judaism, Jesus is like a good Jewish boy who kind of took it too far, you know, and his mm-hmm. friends took it too far. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, then later their followers turned on their people, you know, It's kind of. And then in, in every religion has its own kind of belief. And in, in, in Islam, he's a prophet. Um, for a lot of people these days, he was like a, a nice hippie. So but then mm-hmm. Christian said he's the son of God, mm-hmm. which okay, so is he, is God a single parent? Like, I just couldn't, I was like, okay, so what's going mm-hmm. on here? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And so I, I prayed and I said, God, uh, tell me who Jesus is. Cause I, at that point, you get to a point where you just want to know the truth. I don't care what it is. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's convenient for me. I just want to know the truth and live in that place of truth. Um, instead of believing in things that fall apart, you know? Right. And so mm-hmm. I said, if Jesus is, is God divine and important to you, I, I, I want to know tell me the truth. And I was standing on my patio and, uh, facing like the, the green grass, the community grass. And I felt this presence behind me. And I well, first, I knew right away, this is like, do you, he doesn't have to say anything. His mm. presence doesn't have to say anything. It mm. announces itself. Amen. Um, and it was the most loving presence. Every time I talk about it, I feel like I'm, it was the most mm. loving presence but also powerful
3: mm-hmm.
2: and also gentle. And that combination was not something I'd ever encountered in my life, like powerful and gentle. It, usually when something's powerful, they're kind of tough or strong, or in a good or a bad way. And gentle is usually weak or, you know, but there was this like gentleness and this love. And then, but then it's also this incredible power. And I knew that the presence behind me knew me and loved me, both of those things. And it was just, and then I knew it was Jesus. I, and I didn't turn around, it was just like this kind of incredibly supernatural moment mm-hmm. where I just knew and it clicked. Mm-hmm. And then that changed everything. You know, I was like, "Hey, kids, I have some information." Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because how do you hold all, that in? Now, really now you have right. to tell yeah. someone. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, <clears> okay, <throat> so update. Um, Jesus, you know, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I, is
0: real. I'd like to introduce Jesus you is to. Real. Yeah.
2: Jesus wow, is real. and the while they're they're all believers now. Sorry, my light keeps going. No, they're all believers now, and um, we. Sorry, <laughs> <You're
0: fine. laughs> I'm in my
2: daughter's room. her room is Marine room in the house, my oldest, and so I do all my stuff. From there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so from so I, I from that moment on, I just I told them, that, and I don't know what it is about kids. Then they mm-hmm. hear truth, they know truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're different from us. They're just different, mm-hmm. and they they knew. And this was about five, four or five years ago, and from then on, we've we've been believers, and we talk about it, we read about it, we have like a nice community now, and um it's just one of those life changing things. <laughs>
0: wow. like,
2: I mean it yeah. yeah. Well He's real. He's uh podcast real. over. <laughs> I think we're done.
0: That's all we needed from you today.
3: Right, I know. And Jesus that's the wrap. And that's right. a wrap. Jesus is real. <laughs> He's real. He's real. He's I'm real. I'm gonna go Man. back a little bit in this in mm. this boomy because um You know, there's a lot of moms out there. Motherhood can be isolating. It can, I don't, I mean, it can be all the intense things. And one of the things we don't talk about maybe often is that we're, as we're trying to raise up this generation of faithful people, we might be experiencing our own doubts, our own questions, our own disorientation when it comes to faith. Right. Right. I mean, you went, I've read some about your faith wandering and faith journey, leaving your home. Leaving your home at a very young, so young age, yeah, at sixteen, and then what what transpired after that? I just, I would love for you to to talk to that mom who, mm. you know, she's in the trenches of day to day keeping everybody going, but she's also got she's also wandering in her yeah. faith. Like, like what? How does your story and your journey? What what advice or love, or just you know kindness or grace would you would you send out to that mom?
2: Oh man, okay, so. This morning when I I do my devotional in the morning, I have to, or else you know the it's it's funny thing about once you have a relationship with God, you can't go back. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't uh, for me, because I'd been gone, maybe it's because I've been I was gone so long and, and then I saw I saw the difference of living with Jesus and without. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't wanna go back. I guess I mm-hmm. could go back. I don't want to. Um and I was redoing my devotional this morning and sometimes I'll ask God to just show me a verse, you know, just show me, just talk to me, show me something. And I opened up, um, I'm not good. Or, I think I was in Luke somewhere, but it was a story of Martha and Mary. And so Jesus is going into, um, this house, going into to where they are and Mary's just like running around trying to make everything like perfect. You know, the way we do, we have yep. guests, yep. we have to take care of the guests That's that's our jobs to make sure the guest is comfortable. Um, and so she's running around trying to make everything perfect and Mary is just sitting at the 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 foot, feet of Jesus just uh, in his presence basking and and just taking him in and talking to him listening to him and Martha gets upset and she's like tell her to help me she's not even helping me. i'm doing everything you know and i, I, I so get that resentment i get that feeling of trying to hold it all together and where's my help like where's my where's my help and hmm. Uh, Jesus says, "I love that. the first thing he says is it's like you're, you're troubled and you're worried. He first meets her where mm-hmm. she is. like you're you are stressed out. you're stressed, <laughs> and you're worried about so many things. and having someone see you, it's awesome. you know? Like he saw her mm-hmm. first. And then he says, I'm gonna paraphrase here, not a not a pastor, <laughs> but he says, um, basically, but you're forgetting like the one thing that you need, and it's me." And I read that verse this morning because this week I had just been, not this week, really, this whole month, this whole past few years, just trying to get everything done, but feeling, and I don't know if it's because of what we went through the past couple of years, but this mental fatigue and this like, how am I going to get everything done? I can't even think straight anymore. Um, everything kind of just feels like unraveled ends almost. And and I've been working so hard, just thinking if I work hard enough and I organize my home, if I declutter enough, I'm going to feel better, you know, <laughs> uh, if I just throw away enough things, right? Um, and I know that, that Jesus was just saying, just sit with me. Just sit, just sit by me. Like, the thing that you're looking for, the peace that you're looking for, the calm that you're looking for, like, it's in me. Mm. And it's his presence. The answer is his presence. Like for the mom, and I know for a mom who, lets, you know, when you're juggling kids and someone says, oh, why don't you just sit down? Or, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. feels like, well, sleep when the baby sleeps. Oh, yeah. And like, I, I saw this <laughs> funny quote. And it's like, oh, should I do laundry when the baby does laundry? Should I do dishes when the baby does you know? <laughs> <laughs> And I saw that quote. And just kind awesome. of like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, but
3: it's
2: not, it's, and it's so hard because when you take moments for yourself as a mom, it feels like stealing because you know, whatever moment you take, mm-hmm. you have to make, you feel like you're going to have to make up for that later, right? but it's different with Jesus it's different he he is peace when the, the he actually is when he says the prince of peace he is peace he he has the answers he can help he doesn't just put a tarp over the storm he can actually still it mm. he he's it's not like um like a quick fix it's not the the hot new trend diet it's not all of these answers that fall short there is there our answers and peace and healing, which is what so much of us need Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially moms, we're parenting, while sometimes healing from how we were parented at the same time, (laughs) and it comes out once we start, you know, dealing with our own kids and raising our own kids, things can come out. Um, The healing that we need, the the soul healing, the comfort we sometimes need just from day-to-day things in life and marriage, the The answers that we need to practical things, it's in his presence. And when people say, "Well, how do I get into his presence? It really is. I I it really is sitting with him, like opening the Bible. I know it sounds so in a million years, I never thought I would talk like this when I was, you know <laughs> like, but it's like you read his word, read it. you open it, mm-hmm. you read it. you talk to him. And honestly, not pretty little prayers, you know. Precious Mm -hmm. Lord, I come to thou with mine heart. on. You know, he Mm -hmm. knows you. He already already knows Mm -hmm. what's going on in your your heart and mind. He knows and he can handle it. I'm sick of this whole family. Like, talk to him. Yeah, (laughs) seriously.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I am
2: sick of everybody in this house. Mm -hmm. Like, I am one bad day away from starting over in a new city. (laughs) I, like, Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) you know, tell him. Tell him
2: I'm exhausted. I feel like I'm failing. I feel like David didn't hold back at all. You know, when you read the Psalms, like David would be like I my couch is soaked with my tears, you know, I I crave Mm. death. David was super emo, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Go there. Mm hmm.
0: And sometimes that is that brings the peace, just getting it off of you, yeah. you know, because yes. God can take all of that. Right. And what I appreciate yeah. Boomy, is it's not sometimes with God, it's not a five step, you know, do this and then followed up by this. Like, just sit down right. and be still. You know, I think sometimes yeah. we're we're our, we're our own distraction. Oh, my gosh! You know, your work has resonated with hundreds of thousands of women all over the world. Moms. Tell us how you got started with your work and what inspires what you do.
2: Oh, man. So I got started just writing. Um, well, I, well, first it was necessity, actually. Before I started writing, I was doing um, social media marketing for companies. And so just in my house with my baby, you know, we needed extra money. Mm-hmm. And... I, I tried daycare, but it was so expensive in California. I was like, I'm not making anything. You know, I tried all these solutions. Well maybe I put my baby in bit daycare and then I started a business. I wasn't making any money in my business. I'm my my child was like, I was paying all this for day. I'm like, okay, so I have to do something working at home as a mom. I'm I i was not very good at you know, the like the MLM sales. I, I didn't succeed there. <laughs> I didn't have it in me. So I, I just contacted Contacted some businesses, like local baby food companies, and said, what if I do your Facebook and your, your Twitter? And so I started wow. doing that. And I was like baby food tastings in the park and <laughs> and different things. Um, and then on, I, but I always knew I wanted to write, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would write for any website that would take me, any that would take a piece of writing. I would, I would send it out. Just send it out and get rejections and then just send out more. And then I started the Twitter account, Honest Toddler, which really took off. Um, I was writing as kind of this bratty toddler in the voice of a toddler. And <laughs> my second child inspired that. Um, because she my firstborn was so easy. And my secondborn was like like a wrecking ball. Like she, she she's fire. She's just fire and mm. spirit. Mm-hmm. You know what they say spirit <laughs> But they don't tell you which spirit. Like we don't. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But like, um, like she,
0: which, which spirit?
2: <laughs> she I got one of those. She's, yeah. Oh, they challenge you, and she's like me. You know, they're like you, and so she's just like the kind of kid where you'll say something, and then they'll contradict you, but they're actually right. Like they'll pull information, like lawyers, and be like, "Well, actually, two weeks ago, it's funny you say that because two weeks ago, I noticed that you did this, this, and this." You know, and it's like. <laughs> this isn't even a democracy. I don't even know why I'm having this conversation. Like I'm a dictator, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a despot, no, but like, (laughs) but um, so then she came in and literally just to vent, I started this Twitter account (laughs) where I was talking as, (laughs) just for my own sanity, I would tweet from the McDonald's parking lot with, you know, just, yeah, and so I started that wow. and then I started my have my first book from there and then I just kept writing. Mm. Just kept writing and I do a lot of writing from my car. I would because you know you have a kid sleeping in the back yeah. and Yeah. You, you're not I'm not going to play around trying to do the transfer. I once you fail the Heck transfer no. a couple times, you give it up. Give it up. Doesn't work. They can sleep for a couple minutes in the crib. You can, might think you're succeeding in the car to crib transfer. <laughs> But they will wake up in two minutes, tired. <laughs> they will wake up tired.
3: They will make you pay. Mm-hmm. You will
2: pay for the rest of the day. That's right. wait far into the night, you will pay. Stay in the car. <laughs> drive around. Just stay in the get car. Get work open done. The windows, that's right. Get your work done. Mm-hmm. Drive somewhere with Wi-Fi and you can work. So that's what I would do. I would write in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <hold on. Wait. laughs>
3: This is very practical. Yes, like, it is. I learned an at-home business from a mom. This is super yeah, practical. <laughs> what is your
0: ad- is. what is your address? The parking lot of McDonald's.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the parking lot of McDonald's, where you can find me, third car from the left. That's um, right. The van with like three pounds of debris on yes. the bottom. That was me. The baby socks. Oh my gosh, sippy cup lids. Wow. I'm so glad we're at a sippy cup stage. I can't. I can't do it. Couldn't do it anymore.
4: I I was talking with one of our uh, team members here and they said that they're um, they they found that they have to buy things that are not disposable often. So she's like every six months I have to buy new towels because my children just lose towels. Like that's not I have to buy a new silverware set every year because for some reason forks just go missing
0: in the trash. What? Yes.
4: Yes. What? What? objects to your child lose that are not actual
0: principles. I
2: mm-hmm. I get them at the dollar store. They could have they could be made from pure lead. I don't mm-hmm. even know what how to made at the dollar store. It could be pure lead and BPA. Pure lead. I P- have base. no idea. I don't know. And but BPA. I think four dollar spoons and forks at the dollar store.
0: Poisoning because, your children because I know
2: what it is Yeah. There's I, no point I, in I buying expensive
0: flatware. That's so true. <laughs> oh I, that's I, funny I can't,
2: can't buy Fancy flatware when it just vanishes into vapor. Right. Like, guys, where are the spoons? Why do we have three spoons? I know we have more than three spoons, but they're gone. But we don't.
0: We don't. (laughs) Not store.
3: (laughs) This is another hot tip: the dollar Uh, store utensils. This is just hot tips galore. Yeah, you're not trying
0: not trying to have a large footprint, you know, as far as plastic. But geez, (laughs) might have to go back to plastic, Boomy
2: i i do i do paper plates i feel so guilty we do too, I,
1: I, we, do too. we do too oh, oh yeah i love that like I love, they're the like best <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you
2: i do buy the somewhere. ones they say compostable not that i compost but i
1: just think you know <laughs> they are compostable could be. they could, be, could yeah. be someone
0: else does it for me like, right, right. yes
1: yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I want to talk about the new book that you have coming out, June 28th, and it's called Mm -hmm. Help Me God, I'm a Parent, which, I mean... Such a
0: good title. Seriously, I think we all feel
1: like that. Um, But I want to read one of the poems that are in it really quick, and it says, Dear God, 10 times a day I remind myself that they were yours first. Before I considered them, you knew them. Before I picked a name out of a hat, you had written one of... One on their hearts. Before I knew them, you loved them. This part gets me every time. We are both your children. I'm just a little bit older. Hold us both. It's scary here sometimes. So, good. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> and that's just one of many examples where your writing talks about fear and anxiety and loneliness with such honesty. And so I'm wondering what has helped you in your mental health journey as a mom? Oh, man. Oh, man.
0: Jesus. Prayer.
2: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Jesus. He's real. (laughs) And and the dollar store. (laughs) And the dollar store. (laughs) There's some consistent themes. Number one, he (laughs) lives in the dollar store. It's so nuts. I never ever thought I'd be talking like this because, I mean, it was years ago at, at the, I was at this play center before I even knew like jesus mm. before and i there was this homeschooling mom she was visiting from out from not even canada and she had like five homeschooled kids and i was just the place on with my one i said how do you do it and she said jesus and i just about rolled my eyes like i was like okay she's one of those people because that doesn't even make sense how is this like mm-hmm. middle eastern man from 2000 years ago what does he have to do with how you're mm-hmm. gonna make it through the afternoon like it doesn't make sense. I, and mm. now I get it because yeah. he's, he's alive yeah. and he helps and he loves you. And like, you can have a relationship with God. Ugh, I, 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 I'm oh, still yeah. not over it. Like, <clears throat> and so, oh my God. So the, I, I, I deviated your question. Was-
1: it's <laughs> all good. Just kind of wondering yeah. how you've navigated your own mental health journey oh, as a mom, because yeah, it's yeah. so complex, right? We bring these kids yeah. into the world and things go haywire. So how have you navigated yeah. that?
2: Okay. So the answer, yes, is, is Jesus, because I wake up nervous. Like I wake up with anxiety in my chest. I just kind mm-hmm. of always have in a way I, I, I wake up and I'm just, I feel the weight of the day. I feel it on me. I feel everything unfinished because the mom, you're never done. Mm-hmm. You're there's always laundry you haven't put away or you haven't started or you, worse. You haven't transferred over. Cause that needs to be washed again. Um, there's always something to do. And then there's always the, the question marks, what's going to happen today? Um, is everyone going to be okay? And then the knowledge that you can't even really control it. <laughs> you know, there's that. And so the first thing I do when I wake up is I, I, I talk to God, I pray and I say, please, please help me, just help me. And I know he hears me. I know he loves me. And I ask him, my favorite thing to ask is for him to go ahead of the day because <laughs> I know he's seen it he's not time doesn't you know uh, he's outside of time I ask him to go ahead and just to to go ahead and to, like when I'm imagining it I just imagine him making a way you know there's like this jungle and there's traffic just make a way mm. I know they're all they're gonna be all these obstacles make a way mm. give me wisdom give me strength give me give me faith so that's one of the main things I do another thing as a mom knowing that I'm not doing it by myself and that I was never meant to parent by myself um is everything because we have this idea that oh you know we're raising our kids we're the ones doing everything w- whatever we do is like make or break um mm-hmm. at the pressure that we put on ourselves to just make this amazing childhood to make this perfect montessori waldorf homestead experience <laughs> um but they do they are gods he has a plan that he's written for them so we we raise them with him he helps us and we can listen to those inner guidings of god speaking so the holy spirit speaking to us about this child needs this or maybe go lay down drink some water okay back off it's okay you don't mm-hmm. need to sign up for that extra thing that's you overcompensating <laughs> for mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. listening has helped because then i'm not always acting from either insecurities or even excitement or my kind of turbulent emotions, but rather just that like gentle guiding Mm -hmm. and also knowing that Instagram is not real. That also helps Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) because that on its own can really mess a mom up. If all you see are marble kitchens, children wearing all beige outfits that are not stained and Matching with their mom, matching outfits for the mom who has her perfect makeup and perfect outfit done, yeah. and it's like in the peak of health, you know, like wearing the same clothes she wore in high school, and looks like she and the kids are all berry picking, you know, like <laughs> with, with 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 hats she made, mm-hmm. wearing right. matching yeah. family right. hats that she made and monogrammed, and you think that's normal and real, you're gonna mm-hmm. make yourself crazy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah. I, I think that you are wow. obviously speaking to a, a lot of moms mm-hmm. right there for sure. Mm-hmm. And what's fun, if, for those listening that don't know, is that Boomi uh, is a contributor to our magazine. And so if you're a Mops member, you get that every quarter. And you wrote a new article that's coming up um, in our magazine for our new theme, the We Go Together. But it's interesting because you share it as an introvert which is awesome because I feel like introverts don't get represented very much in a lot of things, or at least, uh, you know, they don't say that they're an introvert. So I was just curious, how have you connected with other moms as an introvert?
2: Oh, it's, it's harder. It's it's much harder. Um, because when you're an introvert, you know, you feel comfortable at home. You want to be by yourself. you, it, the, in, not even necessarily nervous. I just think there's a lot of comfort in, in the quiet and being home and the familiar surroundings and maybe not knowing how to approach other moms, which might just be a universal mom issue. Um, but we need each other and in motherhood. Mm-hmm. We really, really do need each other. And I learned that deeply over, over um, the past two years when we were separated from each other. And it was really another mom who helped me get through that. Um, so how I've navigated mm-hmm. in the past, I would early in my mom, like years, <laughs> I would try to become like whatever group I was in. So in California, there was a lot of crunchy moms, organic moms. And even though I was not one of those, I was not, and I knew I wasn't, I was like, Oh, I could do it. You know, Like, I can, I, how hard can it be to like, pretend to mm-hmm. to do that. And so I kind of like try to blend into whoever, but now I know there's, there's a group and at least like a couple of moms who are, are like you, who will feel you and understand you. It's just a matter of going, going mm-hmm. places, going to whatever event, whether it's a church event or a mops group, you know, mm-hmm. show up and mm-hmm. you don't have to be anyone but yourself. And, and talk to other people, connect over our motherhood, but we really, really do need each other. Nobody understands what a mom's going through like another mom.
1: Mm-hmm. Just
3: to tack on to that, like so much of what you're saying is so resonant to what we want to be talking about this whole year inside of Mops. And one of the other things we're talking about is being unoffendable, that mm. um, you know, this is another area where we as women can struggle, especially when that envy or that fear of not belonging creeps up. And you write this line in your new book it's super it's just two lines and it's part of a larger prayer but you you write we love to fight help us to love you more Mm. i'm like man isn't that Mm. even when we say we don't love to fight we do love to draw Mm -hmm. lines don't we Mm -hmm. we love to draw lines so can you just talk a little bit and, and give us some like encouragement on how to stop doing that maybe or how to be unoffendable um, because this gets in the way of our relationship yeah. as women.
2: Yeah. It does. It does. They just offense like, oh, that person did that to me or that's about me or they should know better. And it's funny because like uh, in the, w- in my reading this morning, when Martha was kind of turning on Mary to Jesus when she was snitching and she <laughs> you know, not snitching, but like, when she's like, tell her to help me, basically. She's doing wrong and it's affecting me. And it wasn't about mary at all it was about what Mm -hmm. was going on with her and that's why it affected her i think a lot of what when we get offended with other women with other mothers it's because of things that are happening in us whether it's fatigue or we're taking something personally that doesn't have anything to do with us um even if the person is legitimately kind of acting out in some way or doing something that has to do with them what they're going through, a struggle they're going through, something maybe they don't mm. haven't learned or or something they're going through. Um, one thing God does with me whenever I try to complain about people is he'll remind me of when I've done the exact same thing with him. The exact same thing. So I'm like, you know, this person, like I am being so underappreciated right now. This person is just ignoring everything I'm trying to do for them. And he's like, oh like how you were with me like your entire life or mm. <laughs> no. Or is it not like that, you know.
0: Walk you me know? through it, like yeah. Just right. yeah. I know. He's always like, up in our business, always.
2: And I'm just rude. Like,
0: always brings First, it back I know. to us. I'm
2: like, mm-hmm. ow! First, ow! Second, I am a human. It's different. <laughs> like trying to make excuses. I was
0: tired.
2: I'm exhausted. Yeah. I, I try to make every excuses. I'll be like, mm-hmm. Jesus, you know, you lived. 33 years i am now 30 so i'm not not as an elder that's not what i'm saying like you know <laughs> like I, try, I make all these you're things. the son
0: <laughs> of god okay that's different must,
2: i know <laughs> i like i know you i know you're eternal in the beginning was the word and whatnot but i have had to be on this earth a little bit longer so um so when I did cut that person off, it was just because of i have been here, you know, I just experienced more as a human. Mm. I, I don't know how God deals with me. I don't know how.
0: <laughs> me either, girl, at all. And the,
2: the fact <laughs> that I haven't been hit by lightning just speaks to his grace and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, it, he just reminds me of when I've done a similar thing and he's forgiven me. He's forgiven mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I, when I can't forgive, because sometimes we can't. No, actually, I think, I think for me, all the time I can. I need him to forgive because I'll say, "Oh, I, I'm letting it go. I, I, I'm letting it go. I, I forgive that person." And then I'm washing dishes. and I'm like, I can't stand her. Like you know, <laughs> it goes back. And then I say, "Like God, please help me let it go. Please help. Help. Just help me let this go." And then he does. He does mm-hmm.
1: help. Mm-hmm. And sometimes
2: it'll be a matter of. Often, often it's praying for that person, just praying, and not like the spiteful prayers, like help her realize what she's done to me, but just <laughs> like you know, those. But like help, you know, just help her in whatever she might be going through in her house. Help, help me to show her as an example of of this, mm-hmm. this, this, or help me see mm-hmm. it from her side. Help me see it from mm-hmm. her perspective, because I can only see it from mine but it's different. We're kids. We really are yeah. in the scheme of things, yeah. in the scheme of God. We Absolutely. are just all these kids on this sandbox. Mm-hmm. just like hitting mm-hmm. each other with, with the, you know, pails over the head sometimes.
0: That's so good. It is. And I think yeah. too, that when you ask with the right heart, he does that. Yes, He's, he does. He, he always comes in. And, and if you're asking with like this, Like you said, you know, I wish she could hear this sermon or read this Devo or maybe I I should send her. You know, but if if you're saying, God, you know, help me really, because it's not necessarily the person changing. It's your own heart change. And then and then the situation is completely different. Something similar happened to me this weekend. And and I remembered saying, you know, how many people have I done that to? You know, so it made it a little less stingy, even though I was honest with God, like this is really bothering me right now. Like help me not be bothered by it. But same boomy. It just comes back on you like remember the time you did it. Mm-hmm. And it and then and it it lessens it, you know, because it yes, does. he's and it he doesn't do that in a negative way, like, well look what you, you know? did. You know, it's this same I show you grace, I show them grace.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, it's for everybody. Who wants it?
2: Who wants it? Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. look with the grace grace is for everybody and he he can give us grace for another person, which I love because I know it does not come from me naturally. Mm -mm. Sometimes it's not the fountain of grace, you know, it's, it's Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) it's
1: not my, it's not my spiritual gift. So good. Okay. We have one. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) We have one favorite last question to ask. Mm -hmm. And that is what is motherhood teaching you right now? Oh
2: man. Motherhood is teaching me that I can't do it all. I, mm-hmm. I'm not. It's funny because you think the longer you mother, the better, the more confident you feel in it. Oh, I'm. But I think more and more I become, as I mother, I become more and more a child of God, like a real child, mm-hmm. just admitting in the morning, I, I I need your help through every minute, even in traffic, I need I need your help feeling calm, I'm worried about this, help me with this. Asking more and more the way children ask, because children don't hesitate to ask for whatever they want. They don't think, oh, you know, she bought me something last week. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> right, right. I, sh- I should probably not. That cereal wouldn't even be really good for me. You know, I did just eat lunch. No, kids are like, can I have a cookie? Can I? Have- <laughs> can I have-? They need a hug, they'll climb into your lap. Yeah. They will climb, they'll yeah. climb. if they need if they need comfort, yeah, they'll come and they'll they'll whatever you're doing, they'll be like, okay, laptop needs to go, because that's my space. They, they know that we love them. They know that we are their comfort, and they just hmm. unabashedly dive into that love whenever they need it. And I think what motherhood is teaching me now is that I can do that with God that I need to do that Amen. with God too, especially Amen. to be able to be a mother and to give the amount that mothering requires that so we, we need to be like tapped into that, that love like that, that, that like living water. We need it so much. Mm-hmm.
1: We'll end today's episode with one more prayer from our guest. This is what she says, Dear God, I'm amazed at what love can accomplish. Love got me out of bed at 3.44 a.m. when I heard a tiny knock on my bedroom door. A small child who needed the warmth of my arms. It's love, not coffee, that made me move the wet clothes into the dryer and cut up yet another apple, arranging it on a small plate. Love made you come into this world, live, die, and rise again for children who, more often than not, don't get it right. Love is holding this whole thing together. You're quite the romantic, aren't you? love me. All right, friends, we'll see you next time on Moms Unscripted. Hey friends, thank you for joining us for Moms Unscripted, a production of Mops International. A quick reminder that opinions discussed are solely the opinions of the individuals and do not necessarily represent the organization. For more information on today's episode, please visit mops.org backslash moms Unscripted podcast for show notes. And join us again next week for another unscripted conversation around the Mops table.